Master Tavern Keeper's History of the Old World. So, here we go, gentlemen. Another round of beers. Ah, yeah. Thank you, Master Tavernkeeper. And please add all of these drinks to my tab. Before you protest, I insist and will hear no more upon it. I am sure that last night's frivolousness must have left you out of pocket, Master Tavernkeeper, and in my profession it pays to spend when you have a couple of pennies to rub together rather than saving. Goodwill is a coin I value far more than any gold crown. Ah, Heinrich, you are far too generous. Ah, but I will not insult this gesture by trying to dissuade you. Many thanks, and may the blessings of Mermidia be upon you. Aye, aye. Many thanks for me, too. Next time you come by me shop, I'll see if I can whip you up something special as a way of saying thank you. Oh, but I assure you, quality time in such esteemed company is its own reward. Ach, you're as generous with your silver tongue as you are with your gold coin, it seems. Oh, yeah, yeah. My skills with the tongue are infamous in certain circles. No, oh, uh, um, but anyway, Cedric, weren't you going to, uh... Propose a toast. Oh, I was indeed. Raise your glasses, gents. To the safe return of my cousin, Tiernan O'Marline. Bard and poet without peer. May he come back to us, none the worse for his ordeal, whatever it may be. I shall leave no stone unturned, and pray that the keen eyes of Lurk, the god of dance and music in my home province of Nordland, guides me in my search. Now that would be very much appreciated. Indeed. But shall we continue? I suspect the neophytes will be rising soon, and they'll be expecting a return to the history of Nehekara in the run-up to the rebellion against Nagash. Ah, well, in that case, Septi, I mean, Master Tavernkeeper, let's crack on. Now the truth sayer that instructed me, the venerable and ancient Bede, taught us that the old ones chose the island of Albion as one of only a few special locations in the world in which to reside, the others being in much warmer climes of Lustria and the Southlands. Although, I heard that they may have even established some kind of settlement in the Dragon Isles in the Sea of Dread, but the tutors didn't talk about that one for some reason. Oh really? There? Well, as it happens, my old shipmate Tamil told me he'd heard rumours that the lizardmen on that particular island chain had gone rogue and evolved into warring tribes of cannibalistic skinks and saurus. And I myself have never met a single sea captain who was willing to take anyone into its waters, no matter how big the recompense. Of course, there are rumours of uh, powerful lost artefacts and untold riches in the ruins on the main island. I've also heard tell that long ago these had drawn a few treasure hunters to brave the journey. But, by all accounts, not a single one 
ever returned. Aye, well that sounds like a place to avoid to me. What good is wealth and power if you're dead? Anyhow, back to my own dangerous little island. Most of the knowledge pertaining to the first settlements on Albion was lost during the Great Catastrophe, but what is recorded is that the beneficent Old Ones transformed the island into a luscious paradise, even going so far as to uh, redirect the currents of the Great Ocean to bathe it in warm waters from the south all year round, and manipulating the weather so that the sun shone bright in the sky to ensure that the crops and vegetation were rich and bountiful. This was to be their centre of learning, a place where they could impart the secrets of magic and ingenuity to the chosen nascent races whom they wished to nurture for the future, primarily the dwarves and the elves. What? Not mankind? Oh, that's right. Much as it stings me to say it, no, not us. The old ones believed that the race of man was too primitive and too prone to acting on instinct over logic to learn and do anything of worth. In fact, we should count ourselves lucky that they did not put us on their list of races to be eliminated. Their uh, naughty list, if you like. They had armies of unrelenting lizardmen roaming the world at that time, purging it of the elements that did not fit in with the old one's great plan. Ah, genocide. How beneficent of the old ones. Uh, a genocide? Ugh, you have me there. Yeah, I'd not quite thought of it in those terms. They were creatures of order, and most likely viewed us as uh, we see insects. Some, like the bee and the silkworm, we nurture. But for others, we have no compunctions about dousing their homes in boiling water and killing a lot of them. Perhaps it is I that's in the wrong, in assigning any sort of emotional language to them. But uh, that's just the way I speak and think, I'm afraid. It'd be hard for me to express myself in any other way. But I'll uh, try my best for your benefit, eh, Master Tavern Keeper? Oh, no, 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 no. Please, Cedric, no. My intent is not to uh, police your patterns of speech. Rather, simply to lower the pedestal upon which you've placed these old ones. Ah, I see. It's that kind of directness that's the reason I really do love spending time with you, Septimus. Oh, uh, why, thank you, Cedric. I'd not really expected that response. (laughs) It's from the heart, I mean it. And who knows, by degrees, you may well be changing my mind about them. It's hard to tell. I'm a bit close to the subject matter, if you know what I mean. Anyhow, shall I continue? Ah, by all means, my friend. By all means. Well, some of those races that were on the uh, naughty list, so to speak, were indeed eradicated from existence, leaving no trace whatsoever. But some others managed to persist despite the uh, genocidal efforts of the old ones. The foremost amongst these being the uh, greenskins. Although my master postulated that these two were permitted to remain by design. Once their numbers had been uh, checked, that is. They were to uh, provide a role as antagonists, giving the uh, chosen races a way of sharpening the metal. It's a topic that was hotly argued in the uh, debating pits of the truth sayers, but never resolved one way or the other. Anyhow, it seems that mankind was beneath the notice of the old ones, at least initially. 
So, what happened was that the old ones gathered together the best, the wisest, and the bravest of the, uh, well, the elves and the dwarves, in order to teach these individuals arcane knowledge, and then send them back to their peoples to spread this learning. Ah, yeah, yeah. So, what did they teach them? Oh, well, you know, a lot of stuff, but primarily they taught the secret of forging runes to the dwarves, and to the elves they gifted the mastery of spellcasting. Obviously, divining traits for both in hindsight. But, uh, well, whilst all of this was going on, the native men of Albion were going about their daily lives and rapidly adapting to the conditions on the island and diversifying and multiplying. This did not go unnoticed by the old ones, I can tell you. In point of fact, it came to the attention of the old one, Konalxa, the god of patience and secrets, via his children, the chameleon skinks of the jungle, whom he had uh, charged with watching the forests of the world and uncovering their secrets. Upon investigation, Konalxa was impressed by the speed at which mankind had adapted to its surroundings, and upon sharing his findings with the other old ones, they selected a few of the uh, short-lived cave-dwelling tribesmen, my own ancestors, and imparted to them the secrets of the power that lay in the earth, the air, and the seas, and how to manipulate them. It is these men and women who went on to become the truth-sayers, and were charged with the teaching the other tribes of men the true path to enlightenment. How to both tame, yet live in harmony with the world. How to use its resources, yet give back what they took, and maintain a balance. Ah... Well, obviously, the apple has fallen very far from the tree in the intervening millennia, it seems. Aye, unfortunately, you're not wrong there, Septi. Uh, I mean, uh, Master Tavernkeeper. We are fast learners, but we're equally fast forgetters. Anyhow, at the offset, the old ones also instructed their uh, human students to uh, spread out across the world, populating the continents, and, if nothing else acting as a bulwark, a buffer, if you like, to stabilise everything. We may not be the strongest nor the brightest, but we are bloody everywhere. Even mediocrity counts when in large amounts. Ah, yeah, yeah, that may be true. Personally, I see a dark reflection of what you are saying in the uh, Skaven song. Having fought them now more often than I would like, I suspect they exist in untold numbers beneath our feet. Ah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Again, that's uh, that's very insightful of you, uh, esteemed knight. Ah, yes. If any one race is going to be the death of this world, it'll be them, I'd wager. They've enough paws to put on the scales to tip balance irrevocably in the wrong direction. Ah, I see what you're saying there. Hmm, it's true. But so do we. Man, too, has been very successful, adapting to every climate and flourishing in every corner of the world. Which nicely leads me back to uh, what I was saying earlier. Now, in this earlier period, the old ones kept a very watchful eye over their uh, scions, and all was going well. Men, in turn, did not resent the old ones' gaze upon them, and actually came to worship the old ones as gods building temples to honour their teachers and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah, more gods. So, what do we know of this uh, pantheon, then? What? 
Do you wish to hear of heathen gods again, Heinrich? I'm beginning to see a pattern developing here. Are you having some sort of crisis of faith or something? What? Me? Well, perhaps. In my years as a mercenary, I've seen much that has uh, caused me to doubt the power of the gods I was brought up with. But uh, I am not feeling to let go of the idea of higher powers looking down on us. So perhaps, yes, you are right, Master Tavernkeeper. I have indeed become uh, a little fixated on the gods of Uzas. Oh, now this man is a hidden gem there, Septimus. I'm impressed. Yes, yes, you're quite right there, Heinrich. My old master always used to say, He who knows others is wise. He who knows himself is enlightened. So, if I follow his advice, and I can help you on your journey, my dear knight, then I am obliged to do so. Let us talk of the old ones.